What in the world is good, everybody? Thank you all for tuning in. You're rocking with the Broke Boys over at Man to Man. We are more disappointed than Ben Askren's wife right now. I'll tell you that. We create a conversation between girl problems, couch conversations, and basketball. This is your co-host, Andy Elliott. Alongside your co-host, Liam, the Hoop Star Nash. What up, Hoop? We're on Dash Radio. Nothing but nuts and nothing. Man to Man podcast. Five-star reviews. Subscribe to our channel. All that good stuff. Share with your moms. Get the damn merch. Speaking of merch. Patreon. We're about two weeks live right now. We have nine patrons. Thank you for the support. We have all exclusive merch uh, on our Patreon. So go check that out. Different tiers have different incentives to them. We have behind the scenes footage. We have meet the intern videos and more exclusive stuff. Liam is getting toward the end of the month. We actually got to start sending some stickers out as well. Just now thinking about it at the top of my head. And um, we got some help from Fiverr creating those creating uh, those different merch designs which is super cool. So uh, we get a lot of questions where, hey, man, I want to start a podcast or I need help with different illustrations. What do I do? We say go to Fiverr. You don't know, go check them out. Uh, make a great first impression to start with your cover art, look good, feel good, podcast better. They do it all pretty much. They are um, an online marketplace for freelance services with low cost providers from all over the world. And it gets its name from the starting price of services, which is only five bucks. It ain't that much, dude. Let the boys over at Man to Man give you a head start and hit that link in our description or head over to our website at man to man podcast as after the t.com to get started. Cool deal. All right, Liam, let's talk about it. First things first elephant in the room, more disappointed than Ben Askren's wife. Yeah. I bought the fights 50 bucks. I bought it, you know, and now I'm over three. So I'm over three talking about the Nate Robinson fight. I put 25 bucks on Nate Robinson. Don't know why I did that. Put a hundred on McGregor. That was a that was an embarrassment. And now this. A lot of people are talking about how the fight is rigged. I paid 50 bucks for it, ordered pizza for the boys. You know, we're we're calling everybody over. We're grilling out too. And now it's he goes, he goes down in one round. And we kind of just didn't understand what was going on. I don't know if he got a concussion or not, but I'll tell you what, he got fucking rocked. Yeah. Don't know what else to really say about that. I know you lost some money. I, I actually put like 85 bucks on it. Like the rest of what I had in my FanDuel account. Couldn't really believe it. Kind of wanted the ref to just be like, hey, get up. But I, I guess he just got fucking rocked to the point where he couldn't go anymore. Nate yeah. Robinson's over there looking like, damn, that's fucking sick. I lasted longer than Ben Askren. It was, it, you, I'll start with this. I The last question I had at the end of the night was, this 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 fighting stuff, this Jake Paul whole setup for me it has to be rigged right it has to be there's no question my guy is not just sitting over there just you know getting knocked out after one punch i do know he's older he is you know i guess what 34 34 old didn't really train that hard and he did say after you know throughout the week of leading up to the fight hey i mean if I last this, you know, through the fourth round, fifth round or anything, I'll, you know, I, I'll, I'll be okay. And this yeah, is he's 36. Count- Sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt you, but I thought, I thought he was a little bit older than 34. Okay. Yeah. But it's just the same thing. It's like, he, he even says like, I can last a couple of rounds past the fourth round. I can take that as a win for me. Mm-hmm. Um, just cause I haven't been in the ring or in the octagon lately. So I want to start with this though. 
let's talk about the leading up to the fight because this is the biggest question for me is what in the heck was the the beginning about the all the performances i mean what what's your initial thought because i have i have some takes that i gotta get out there but what what do you think about the whole night and it's whole? different it's definitely a totally different vibe than obviously what we're used to seeing with just normal regular boxing matches, right? You don't get to see funny guy. I think Pete Davidson was like the highlight of the night. I thought he was hilarious. You obviously don't see the boxers getting interviewed like right before the fight. I feel like I wouldn't like that. That's a little bit awkward. Even Jack Harlow mentioned that said, you probably don't like this right now. And Jake Paul is just, he was so calm and collective, which was cool. And I mean, all the TikTokers were there, right? Charlie D'Amelio, Bryce Hall, Addison Ray. I think there was like some basketball tournament in Atlanta, two legends. Did you see that? Where Justin Bieber's playing, Matt James, Matt Barnes is there, Noah Beck, like all those. I don't know what that was, but I don't know if that was a part of the uh, actual event or not. Um, for the prelims, didn't really watch it. I, I don't, I don't, I'm not taking much from it, but with that question being asked, I did at one point last night, say to myself, this is fucking weird, like Mario Lopez, Snoop Dogg. But then I said, but if Jake Paul wins this fight, this is going to be the new norm of boxing. And even as much as you might not like Jake Paul, he's kind of bringing the sport back a little bit or at least bringing more attention to it. I'm kind of on the Jake Paul train now. And I don't I know about that, see, man. Okay, I the only thing team, is... When I, you talk about buying the fight, right? And right. you spend the $50. When I buy a fight, so I, you know, I buy, you know, the big headlines of UFC and stuff, and I right. expect the fighting. And when right. we get one fight in two, almost like two, almost two, and I think it was like two hours and 10 minutes, we got one fight. Right. All the, the other stuff is performance and music stuff. Mm -hmm. I'm like, where's the fighting at? That's my thing is like, I bought this because I wanted to see the fight, not the, the concert side of it. Because, we could talk about the concerts. All of them were trash to me besides right. Justin Bieber. Justin Bieber, the lights were crazy. I'm not, I wouldn't say I'm a Justin Bieber fan, but I do like some of his songs. Right. And he did the best and he was, you know, at the very end. So what's all this in between, you know, I don't know, sweetie, she over there, just all the girl actors, they're just throwing and That's ass. my best friend. That song kind of goes hard, but the performances, like you were saying, weren't all that hot. I didn't really pay attention to the performances. I saw the Justin Bieber one, I guess, right before the, the actual fight. And that's, I honestly thought the Nate Robinson fight, the performances were better. I liked, um, obviously Snoop Dogg was funny as fuck. He came out there with gin and juice. There was a couple of other guys. Can't remember the, the artist names at the top of my head, but I enjoyed it a little bit better. Mario Lopez is there. As far as like my initial thoughts about the whole thing, the only thing that kind of just caught my eye was how, People were going in to talk to Jake Paul right before the fight. Addison Ray did it. Pete, Pete Davidson did it. And then Jack Harlow did it. And honestly, that's just a great marketing move by Jake Paul. This whole thing. He had a great team around him. And now it's like other guys like after this fight are like, well, Dylan Dennis, a guy that didn't sign the contract. He's like, let me be, let me get this fight. I want to take the fight. And it's like, dude, you're, now you're just clout chasing. But that being said, yeah, maybe they need to step it up and maybe it'll be a, a, I don't know, a difference when we can actually have people in the stands and actually go to these boxing matches, hopefully by like the end of August, because I'm sure he'll do another fight then. And then we'll see what happens. I think they're all just trying. I think Triller's just trying to figure it out. What works, what doesn't work. Yeah, I just think it took too long of like the whole night and as a whole 
if I knew the Jake Paul fight wasn't going to be until, you know, almost, you know, 1230 start right. or whatever Eastern time, I would have been fine because I would have known, like, I, right, I can have, you know, I can do, I can start watching at like 11 and not start at nine. And the first two hours, I think that's another big thing. Uh, just because they don't tell you on the main card. They say when it starts, but yeah. Yeah, I mean, I just was, I, I, I don't know. I was kind of confused by that a little bit. But I just think, yes, I think it would be different if there's actually people there. Obviously, the, the concerts would have been better. People would, you, they could have filmed people, you know, right. dancing and singing along and stuff. But on the flip side, it just took way too long, especially when I buy something knowing that it's a fight. I need more fighting than fucking singing is my biggest thing. You know, what that's I mean? fair. But I think a lot of other people buy it for the other reason. I don't think and so. I'm sure and I'm sure they're disappointed, too. I don't I think I think that was the the sell was not the concert. You can go to watch, you know, Justin Bieber at a concert. Well, that's what they were trying to sell. Jake Paul the whole time. 50 bucks for a Justin Bieber concert. It was just big names on the ticket. I felt like just, oh, Justin Bieber's going to be there knowing that, hey, we're just waiting to see Jake Paul fight. That's my only thing. OK, so we'll see what happens next. But I am on the Jake Paul train i will say that i'm gonna root for him because he's pretty good i think he's good okay i don't even care i think he's good he's got he's got he's kind of sharp his game is sharp he's tightened up he's young uh we'll see what happens dude as far as the rest of the weekend goes and girl problems here hoop hmm. do I- <laughs> you're like what are you about to say i got a question for you right. took this chick out right last week right we watched the championship game Okay. Couldn't figure something out this week, right? Because it just got to the end of the week. And then I don't want to take someone's weekend no matter what, especially if I don't really know them and we've only hung out a couple of times or once. But if they don't text you back on a Sunday fun day, <laughs> is that an excuse? Do I let that one slide or is that just another case of ghost? Huh? <laughs> Con- little content for that. Has friends in town from another state. I asked how the weekend was with friends and just saw on Instagram. I think they were just out all day. Sunday, fun day type deal. So have you been, you, you didn't just send a text and be how the week, she answered a couple, you know, you have back and forth. Not at all. Oh, not at all. Not so at all. Then you got to, you got to take everything into account. Maybe she's out with the girls, you know, hanging out. And she doesn't want to be on her phone. And I think down. that's honestly it. I think she honestly just looked at it and forgot, but I'm a very forgettable person. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, fuck. but you do have a, you do have on the flip side, you know, I get left on red too sometimes. And then I'm waiting for, you know, it's like a courtesy. If you, you know, you, you get left on red. It's, not you. You don't double text, triple text, right? You gotta right. wait for them to respond to you first, right? That's kind of the unsaid rules about texting. Yeah, which I've definitely <laughs> broken a lot of the time. <laughs> like I might be trying to fire one here in a second, like or tomorrow maybe. I don't know, man. I don't know. I that's that's y'all. Great- let us know if you're listening. <laughs> I don't know what you guys think about that. I might try to fire one again tomorrow or or Tuesday because I'm off. Monday and Tuesday and Thursday. So what do you think right there? What's the play? I think you definitely text her tomorrow. If she doesn't respond tomorrow, then she, she's, she's trying to ghost you. You know what I mean? Okay. Or she doesn't really want to talk to you until maybe her friends leave and then maybe it's right. the work week again and then she gets busy again. It's also about to be hot girl summer, dude. There's not much <laughs> we can do about it. 
Oh, I man. have no idea, dude. We got an exciting interview for you guys coming up. Another TikToker last week. I think we got a lot of fucking shade on our interview last week, but whatever. We didn't know what was going. We're kind of new to the TikTok world. But before that, I think we got a trivia question. Then we'll introduce Kaz Stoyer, who we're bringing on this episode. Yeah, let's uh, run through our trivia question real quick. Uh, last week's trivia question was, in what year was the three-point line introduced into the NBA? The answer was 1979. Um, shout out to, I don't even know how, R-O, it's like Riot, maybe. It's growth, maybe. Yeah. But R O I T H H H H for answering. why do you need that many H's, my guy? I'm not gonna <laughs> hate on you, but why that many H's in the username? But shout out for him to answer it correct, uh, correctly. It was on our Instagram. This week's trivia question is: Who is the only TV broadcaster ever ejected from an NBA game? This one's a good one. Do you have any guesses? Wow, you I really don't. Have- I- you really have to follow like TV broadcasters to actually even know who this guy is. But right, man, this one's tough. Is this? I get one question, one hint. Yeah. Can I get a hint? I feel like those, I mean, obviously, do different things, right? Look at that hint. Um, I don't even know what the hint would be for. This. I mean, how how long has this guy been in the game for? I uh, I don't think currently he's a broadcaster anymore. I believe. How long was he in the game for? He was he was a pretty well known. I think it would be ten, maybe fifteen years, I believe. I don't know, man. I have no idea. TV broadcaster for only NBA games, or is this like a sports center guy? Um TNT. Oh, damn. I don't know if he did any other sports. I don't know if I could tell you to Predominantly NBA though. Um yeah. He's. I would say he's known for NBA. Yeah, he was known for. NBA. I have no clue, dude. I'm gonna go ahead and guess. Uh, fucking Bob Knight. <laughs> I don't think he was a TV broadcaster ever, though. Maybe he was for one game. You said uh, 15, 15 years now. No, I have no idea. That's a good one. Yeah. Uh, I'll give you one. One more. One more. Uh, I guess hint. Okay. He. Uh, he. Well, I can't even tell you that. I was going to tell you the team that he might have covered. No, that's good. That's good. That's good. You can tell me. Portland. He covered the Portland Trailblazers, uh, I think. at the Charles start Barkley? Of, no, at the start of his career. I don't know. I have I no would, idea. I don't think you even know who this is, to be honest with you. Way past my time. Yeah. But uh, with that, guys, uh, let's uh, you know tune into the interview. Hope you guys enjoy this with uh, our guy, Mr. Kaz Sawyer. Once again, you're listening to Man to Man on Dash Radio. We got social media creator with over 4 million followers, and some might even say Archie Andrews' twin brother, Kaz Sawyer. Kaz, thanks for coming on, dude, and chatting with us. How are you? I'm good. How are you guys? Good. Have you gotten the Archie Andrews' twin brother thing? You look exactly like him. I get that. I'd say on a daily basis. So (laughs) It's not a bad thing either. Very handsome guy. Well, hey, it is our pleasure to have you on. Kaz, I was just telling you a little bit about how I saw you on my for you page a few weeks back. And the next thing I know I'm watching your videos for half an hour and I'm like, okay, maybe this, I can't go through the whole page right now. But the one video that caught my eye was when you attached a couple of cameras and that tracker to the, I guess it was a cooler and then to a a balloon, a giant balloon with helium in it and tried to send it up to space. I guess without me rambling on too much before I get into all that, 
for those that may not have seen your videos before, how would you describe your content on TikTok and I guess social media as a whole? Yeah, so I'd say uh, my videos honestly are all over the place. But one thing that's always in common is I try and take them to like a whole other level, make them as crazy as possible and kind of do stuff that other people aren't willing to do. And so I'd say a mix of that and then pranks. And yeah, so I'd say honestly, the main thing is just trying to go like one level farther than uh, the average person would go. So yeah. Right. It looks like it's a bunch of pranks and like stunts. And Liam and I, we were saying a couple of days ago, it's like a modern day Mythbusters almost. And your videos are so well thought out. And I think that's why a lot of people appreciate them. How did you get started with TikTok in the first place? I guess we're going to start with TikTok here. I know you're on other things, but with TikTok, how did you get started with that? Definitely. So this is actually a really funny story. Um, so where I'm at right now, I honestly didn't intend to be at the, where I'm at. How it all started was I was a photographer. Uh, I love surfing. So I started out as a surf photographer and then kind of like went into more uh, portraits and weddings and all that. So when TikTok came out, uh, I thought it was a good opportunity to kind of expand my uh, photography career. And uh, I was just kind of like experimenting with different things, posting different things. And then I did like a, a few different pranks to my friends and those started doing well. And then it's just slowly kept evolving. Uh, and then I just kind of found something that worked really well and then found something that also I kind of enjoyed. So now it's just gotten, I feel like I just kept making it crazier and crazier. So right. now I'm just kind of known for kind of like you said, like the Mythbuster, just like, you know, testing out crazy stuff, seeing if it works. And yeah, so it's been pretty exciting. I love it, man. Got to get creative with it. Yeah, for yeah. sure. So what what were you doing like before TikTok? Were you like in school? Are you in school now? Like what what were you doing even before the whole TikTok? I, I know you mentioned that you were surfing and going into photography, but maybe like what was your day in day before? Yeah, how like, old are you, dude? I'm 20. Okay, cool. Yeah. So yeah. So what were you doing before TikTok fame, I guess you would say? Yeah, so before that, I was uh, going to just community college. And uh, I, I mean, I've always been really artistic and kind of like, I've liked the idea of just doing my own thing, kind of like running my own business. So I wasn't like super amped on it. But I was just like going in the meantime, uh, wanted to kind of get into real estate, get like a business degree. And so then once things uh, started taking off, I kind of just continued trying to balance everything. Uh, but then now I'm pretty much only getting my real estate license at this moment. And I'm still kind of like figuring out everything I want to do, but I've always like liked the idea of real estate. So that's like, I guess the only like form of school at this moment I'm doing, I'm like getting my license through my community college. Um, and so for the most part though, it's just kind of like doing my own thing now. And also prior to, uh, to TikTok, it was pretty much, uh, just doing a lot of like, uh, weddings actually for like, uh, uh, photography and videography. So yeah, I feel like I've always kind of like done stuff in like the artistic space. And so now this just works out to where I'm able to do like super exciting things, which is like even better. So super grateful for it. Right. So would you say like making videos kind of like, I don't know, just content in general was kind of always a passion then. Is that what your parents did? Did your parents do anything like that at all? No, so my parents didn't do anything like that at all. I think uh, they've always been like supportive and stuff. They loved my photography and, and all that. I think when I started this out, uh, they didn't like not believe in me. They definitely believed in me, but I don't think they 
like I was kind of telling them stuff like oh trust me like just wait till this happens or wait till that happens and it was kind of like okay yeah then like once it actually started happening there uh, I think I definitely like shocked them a little bit right. uh but no they're definitely really supportive of it uh I'd say like my mom like part of her still wants me to like go to college and then my dad kind of he like sees what I'm doing but I'd say overall they definitely uh they they agree with it but they you know it's all new to them they weren't big on social media they don't like fully understand how that goes uh so it's definitely like it's a change from their normal lives <laughs> still no tattoos no uh i got i got a i couple. saw the one video dude you tried to get the the fake tattoo or whatever the and they didn't tattoo. like that at all yeah yeah i know so that's funny i want to <laughs> i was actually thinking of a crazy video idea uh, you know, I'll just say it on here. If anyone else wants to do it, go for it. I don't think they will because it's too crazy. But I wanted to get a tattoo. I think it laser removed. Uh, oh, <laughs> you know, my goodness. I got to ask you, man, how many ideas do you have when you make a video slash like how long does it take to make one of your well thought out videos slash you just got it all in your notes and does do any of them not even make it to the TikTok world? Yeah. So I, that's a good question. Uh, I'd say, cause like a lot of people I'll shoot with, they're way more spontaneous with it. Like we'll just be hanging out. Like, I mean, I do a lot of crazy stuff even when I'm not filming it. Like I'm always going out and doing stuff. And so for a lot of my friends, it's like, they're just filming all these videos. And sometimes I'm just not even filming. I'm just there for it and I'm having fun. But I'd say when I'm actually filming a video, uh, especially like as more recently, it has to be really well like planned out. Like I usually can't just like whip it out the morning of and I'm like, all right, let's try this. I'd right. say it's, it's definitely like I got a lot of like on my notes. I have like probably everything. Hundreds, yeah, I got like hundreds of ideas. And then like I kind of organize it. I'll like star the ones I want to do next. And then then that's when it gets even harder because then I got to try and round everyone up, make it right. happen. Uh, Get everybody on the same schedule and everything else. Yeah. So I definitely I have endless ideas on there. And people always ask, like, how do you come up with them? Right. I, I don't know. I just like. Whenever I think of something, I write it down. So right. Well, with your videos, it, it it does sound like you have to be super creative with it. Obviously, we've seen that in the videos with what you do with it. But let's go back to TikTok. TikTok, it seemed like once quarantine hit in March of last year, I, I think you were it looked like you were on TikTok before quarantine hit. But for yeah. me and Liam and a lot of my friends, we all got TikTok. We're all like, all right, fuck it. We're gonna go into TikTok and watch videos. We're that bored, started making videos, started wiggle dicking around. But it seemed like TikTok became, you know, seamlessly like becomes more and more popular throughout the year. Do you think that quarantine period helped you at all with just staying at home? It looks like you're in L.A., like Orange County. And so all your videos have like some cool backdrop to it in the first place. Anything like that helped you at all during the quarantine period? Yeah, I'd say um, definitely one big thing is that everyone it was on their phones. Like how you guys said, you guys downloaded TikTok. And so I'd say, uh, I honestly think that probably did play a big role into like TikTok was just like on fire. I mean, it still is, but I think that's kind of like, like everyone just like on their phones, you know, I think that's when everyone kind of got addicted to it, honestly. Yeah. Um, so I'd say that's like one aspect in it. Uh, and then other than that, it's just everything was slowed down, you know, so it, was, it gave me time to like focus and it afforded me that. Like at the time I was still like taking a decent amount of classes in college. And so when it all went online, that was kind of like nice because I was able to do more than uh, kind of taking it. Like some people, I'd say there are certain aspects that it was harder. Like for instance, like public things, like public pranks, stuff like right. that. But then there's other aspects where it's like, there's less people out. I'm able to like go do more. Uh, so I'd say overall, like 
I think it definitely played a big role in helping me out. Right. It's almost like us just being from Nashville, dude. It, a lot of we have a lot of people from California that come to Nashville to try to be a musician or like a country music artist. And that was a question that we wanted to ask you, Liam and I offhand. We were just like, well, him being in L.A., probably with all the scenery and everything else, it's probably a little bit easier to make the videos instead of us just in our homes here in Nashville. It's not like we have like the cool L.A. vibe and everything else. But yeah, I just that was a question that we wanted to know, just the scenery and everything behind it, because you just got mountains and everything else like warm weather and it's like okay that's also like at least in my eyes my personal opinion the more visually appealing things about your videos it just adds on top of all that that sauce yeah um like the old photographer in me kind of helps out with that too i always think about yeah backdrops and all that so yeah dude definitely so do you remember your first actual viral video uh yes yes i do um so there's actually like two like i'd say it kind of happened at the same time uh i was actually visiting my buddy uh in college in riverside and we didn't really we were like oh let's just like try and make a video and we're just thinking of different videos to make and um i think like a day prior i made a video it was like a message in the bottle in the ocean and mm-hmm. it was a stage video, which now I'm trying I knew to like, a stage. I didn't want it to be stage. I was going to say, I, I love that. that video, dude. No, but like, it's funny because it, a lot, some of my videos started out as staged. And now I'm trying to like, I'm trying to like totally get away from that. And I like differentiate myself because all videos on TikTok are staged for the most part now. And it's like, I want to have that, you know, reputable reputation doing real videos. But I also got to be real with it. <laughs> like, yeah. it, was, it was a stage video. The first one, I mean, I didn't even expect it to blow up. I was just having fun with it. Um, and so it was like a message in the bottle in the ocean and, uh, it was like a cool, like, it was like a little storytelling thing. I always think of these random things. Right. And so that one like was doing really good. And I just remember it like blowing up. And then there was a, there was like a Viagra prank on my friend and that's kind of the one. Yeah. That yeah. I, I saw that like, one. Yeah. That was like the thing that kind of started it all. I think the other one I just explained didn't even gain traction until, the Viagra prank did and how that came about is like we just didn't know we we're just like in the dorm room or like, oh, like what should we film like I, I don't know then like I was just thinking of like I don't even know if it was like a tv show or a movie there was like a prank that I saw similar to that and I hadn't seen it on tiktok I was like oh bro we have to like like just like do this prank and at the time I obviously didn't have a following didn't think it was gonna gain traction and so I was just having fun with it we were just like messing around kind of like a skit I guess and then that's kind of what helped my instagram too because the part two got deleted off TikTok. So I wasn't trying to bait people to my Instagram, but it so happened that since the part two kept getting deleted, I had to basically tell people to come to my Instagram to see it. And then that kind of like blew my Instagram up a little bit too. Uh, right. So it all just worked out in my favor. Then from there, I'd say like, I just did a really good job kind of like riding the train, you know, after getting that mm-hmm. first video. I just, I don't know. I feel like since I've always been artistic, it wasn't like as hard for me to just keep it going and like keep those ideas flowing. And then it just like, now I'm here. So, right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Did TikTok take the the Instagram link off? You know what I'm talking about? Like right next to the follow button, there's like the YouTube and the Instagram. Did they take that away? I don't think so. Okay. Maybe not. Maybe I'm just tripping. But like, so that was a whole nother question. We have another question down a list right here, who, but I'm just going to kind of break through it real quick. So you made TikTok videos after that viral video, like you caught the algorithm and then you're like, Hey, I'm just going to keep making videos. Is that how the TikTok algorithm works? Where if you go well, viral, you got to keep engaging with the app. I'd say like one thing that a lot of people do wrong, a lot of people do wrong that I feel like I like kind of like 
went past and that's why like i like made it a little bit farther is a lot of people like with the algorithm like there's gonna be times your videos are doing well and then your videos you have a month where like nothing's getting traction and you know when that happens people are like oh they kind of like i don't know they'll play the victim card on it and like you know they're like oh like tiktok shadow banning me like they're just right. okay well like that's not really what's going on like yeah like you might be shadow banned but like that happened to me so many times there's times where like I was going from super good engagement just to like doing horrible and like, oh, like shadow man, like everything. I would like work hard on videos, they get deleted. And yeah. I think like at first I kind of had that mindset for a little bit. And then I realized I'm like, okay, like complaining about it, stopping posting is not going to do anything. So I'd say like, honestly, the algorithm, it does help if you get like a big viral video to kind of like ride the train. But like, I'd say the biggest thing on top of that is just continue to post, um, even if you're doing bad. And then the other thing is, people will start doing bad and then they'll post bad content. They're like, they forget what to post. And it's like, no, like just like stay calm, keep posting good content right. and it'll work itself out. That so. was like a big thing that we kind of were thinking about. Cause we had one video that kind of went viral, but a lot of people will say, you got to post every day and you got to do this. You know, you got to post so many times a day and do this and that. But I think a big thing that a lot of people don't recognize is you have to have quality content in the first place and if right. you keep getting quality content like you kind of were saying it sounds like that kind of trumps if you're in a slump or down down right because after that video we we stopped after a couple of days and i think like we didn't hit numbers at all after that so i was like huh i wonder if you have to just like keep pushing videos out until like you get to your standpoint where it's almost like quality over quantity and i don't know as when you started out it's more just like all right let's push these videos out let's push them out one of them will hit and then let's just keep pushing them out and out until you get to, I don't know, thousands, however many thousands of followers, whatever, where you hit, where you're like, okay, now I actually have to start making quality content. It sounds like you're like, you had to make quality content from the get go, but I'm almost wondering if you may just like, if you were just pushing videos out until like there was a certain point where you're like, all right, you know, I'm getting traction now. Maybe I should start making actual good videos and thinking them out. Yeah, no, hundred percent. I think that's a really good thing to touch on because a lot of people kind of like don't think about that. And uh, I would say definitely like recently one thing that has changed is like in the past, it was kind of just like, oh, like I need to get videos out, you know? And so like, it was just, I was getting videos out, wasn't thinking as much about it. And now that like I have the interaction, it's kind of one thing that changed is kind of like the staged videos. It's like, I'm trying to like, I'm trying to like stand away from that. Cause like stage, like with staged videos, the reason so many like creators do it and bigger creators, it's, it's so easy to make a viral video of it's staged. Like it's right. so easy. And so like, you know, like in the, like, that's kind of like, I couldn't think of something. It was like, oh, just like an easy stage video. Whereas now it's kind of like, I'd rather go that extra mile. And it's like, yeah, it's going to take a lot more work to make a good video that's like real, but it's like in the long run, I feel like it's more worth it. So I'd say that's like one thing. And then the other thing also is just like in general, like how you said quality over quantity. Right. Uh, I have some, I like have this conversation with like my other content creator friends all the time. And everyone thinks it's like, they just love to push out a lot of content and it's like, and I guess TikTok, it is that kind of app where it's like you push out a lot, but it's like some people will say like, I'm like a YouTuber stuck on TikTok. People will say that because it's like, I do kind of try and put out that quality over the quantity. Right. Uh, and so, yeah, I definitely say like personally that works better for me, but I've seen other people where it's like, they just keep pushing out. So it's like, well, honestly, I'd almost, I'd almost imagine that it's kind of hard for somebody like you that has all these well thought out videos. And then like, you know, you put a phone in an I, uh, bucket of water and then you have to wait like 24 hours or like 48 hours i'm almost wondering like do you ever get to a point where you're like two days without making a video or three days and you're like damn uh i should probably 
get something out there. Yeah, right now I'm like a week or two probably. Yeah, I'm like about a week without a video. Uh, and I think the reason for that is I went like a solid two months straight of like not only posting like quality content, but I was just trying to post like a lot of quality content. So I was just like, yeah, I feel like just like road trip after road trip is like working really hard on videos, you know, and now it's like, I kind of like just needed like a reset, you know, like off the phone for a little bit back mm-hmm. to my roots, like surfing, enjoying life for and just like taking it easy for a little bit. And now I'm like back at that point again, I took a week off and it's like, I have all those other ideas and I'm ready to get back. So I'd say like when you're doing those bigger videos that take a lot of work, it's nice every once in a while to take a break. Do you see people, do you see people that are unfollowing you because you're not posting for a certain amount of time? No, I've just, I, (laughs) I uh, hadn't posted in like a week or two. I was at 4 million and then I came back and I was at 4.1 million. Okay. Well, whatever. Yeah, because <laughs> <laughs> we do if we don't post. Yeah, really? a little small. Yeah, small little business over here on Instagram. We don't post. We lose like I don't know ten. Okay, story. I lose, like yeah. I don't post as much on Instagram because I'm kind of a perfectionist with like my photos. Yeah, and so I lose followers on Instagram all the time. Like I Instagram, if you're not posting, you're losing followers. Hundred percent. Jeez. Okay. For sure. Do you ever um, get recognized in public? Yeah. So that's a funny one. That was like kind of perfect timing because I'd say uh, if you asked me like a couple months ago, I'd be like, oh, like not really. Uh, but recently, a little bit more. Like me and my buddies went, uh, we went down to San Diego to go free diving, uh, like just like diving around, snorkeling, cliff jumping, and uh, we stopped to get food. And uh, then like a couple people came up. This kid asked, like his mom and him came up and they asked for like a photo. And so it was kind of new to me. It's kind of funny because yeah. like, I just see myself obviously as a normal person. And, uh, so it's, it's kind of funny then when you start getting recognized in public and I, there's certain friends I'll hang out with and they kind of have like their own fan base too. And so then like when I'm with them, we'll both kind of get recognized mm-hmm. more. So yeah, it's, uh, I'd say definitely as of recently, I'm, I've been getting noticed like a little bit more. For sure. For sure. What about TikTok? So you got this big following. Do you see yourself maybe evolving? We see a lot of other big TikTok stars kind of use the platform that they've created to go into maybe something more that they want, like singing or business or something. Do you see yourself using that platform that you've created on TikTok and maybe pursuing something else? Like maybe you want to be a professional photographer or something like that, or what's kind of your end goal for, I don't know, what do you see yourself evolving into is really the question. Yeah. So I've always wanted to be like a rapper. And, no, I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey, if you yeah. wanted to, hey, you got the platform, you got the followers. I bet you That's funny, dude. Traction. That caught me off guard. That's hilarious. <laughs> so, no, I did actually think about doing a video, though, like seeing if a normal person could make a song go viral. But aside from that, no, I don't want to be a rapper. So I'd say like definitely in the future, uh, it'd be really cool to be able to kind of transition into uh like travel like i love traveling and so if it could be like i know it's a little bit harder with like traveling and surfing you know to gain traction but i think like the more and more i can kind of transition my content into that that's obviously like a dream of mine uh i thought of something cool like traveling the country doing like a video just a bunch of series doing different things traveling the country um and I'd say if you asked me like six months ago, I'd be like, oh, yeah, like I really want to get like transition followers to Instagram and YouTube. But I'd right. say recently, like not TikTok's taking over so much that now every other platform is copying TikTok. So it's right. like, like YouTube is like copying TikTok. So all these platforms are going for the short form videos. But I would definitely say like in the long run, it would be really cool uh, 
to have a following for like what I love doing, which would be like just like doing spontaneous adventures and not always having to do like a crazy experiment. But I right. still really enjoy the crazy experiments. So, uh, so you all, so you definitely want to still be creating content though in the future. You don't want to maybe just, you know, just totally abandon TikTok and create something new or something like that, right? That yeah, I don't, I don't ever want to like totally abandon it. I think that if anything were to change, it would be uh, in the future that I would maybe just post some things that are more like uh, that I uh, enjoy doing on my personal time. Mm-hmm. But I say that would be the only thing I could see myself changing. I wouldn't just like, oh, I'm going to stop posting on TikTok. Like, obviously, I have like business ideas and like uh, like things I want to do in the future. But I think creating content will still always be a part of it. Sure. Right. It won't stop. You got a lot of time too, dude. I mean, you could get your real estate license, go travel, own Airbnbs and do your own photography and have your own business too. I mean, so yeah. many ways that you could do that with making income. Um, one question about TikTok real quick. We've been talking about it all this whole time. So we apologize. We're just very curious about it. Do I you think, it. do you think that TikTok will die out here in the next few years? Or how do you feel about TikTok being dry right now? Does it need more or less content creators? What do you think about all that? Yeah, I definitely don't see it going anywhere. Uh, the reason being, there's multiple reasons, but one big reason is like you see every other platform copying that short form vertical video right now, like uh, vertical video format. And uh, also I'd say kind of like when we were talking about quarantine earlier, I think people's attention spans got so short to where it's like the only, like, the only YouTubers that are succeeding right now are either people that have been around for a while that can people can actually hold their attention span or people who are posting the short form videos and so i think the fact that like every other big platform is kind of trying to go after that like short video like short attention span like quick and to the point i think it's going to be around for a really long time interesting because cool. i I've, I've seen like big youtubers also like you know doing the vlogs and they pack so much in the vlogs you know beforehand it was like 25 minute videos and stuff now it's there like we got to get it under 10 or people aren't even going to be right. to watch it. So I kind of agree with you on that. But we got one last one here before we get into some games. But um, do you have a favorite TikTok trend maybe that's going on right now or past? Would you say you got one? Um, I don't know if that would be like a dance or not, because I don't really like watching the dances. The dance is all right. I feel like that was a whole wave, though, at the beginning. Right. Yeah, have- I feel like. Maybe a favorite video or something. I don't know. Something yeah, I feel like with the trends, like, if you hop on early, it's good. I kind of try and, like, create my own trends sometimes a little bit. And oh, that's hard. Favorite trend. Or, I like, really, yeah, maybe a uh, video. Yeah. At all anymore. But one that I thought was really cool was there's a trend where people were, like, dressing up. There's, like, for Halloween, they were, like, going and doing these, like, cool photo shoots and there's, like, ghost things. And it was, like, there's this cool song behind it. I thought that was cool. Um and then there's that one trend with like the song uh, "Vacation" where people would all go like snowboarding. And mm. then uh, it was like, yeah, so stuff like that. But honestly, like I'm not the best at keeping up with all the trends. That's like one of my not so strong suits. We're not either, dude. I mean, I was stuck on Sean White's videos for like the longest time. <laughs> I just get on random like videos and just stay on that person's page. But cool deal. We got Kaz Sawyer, social media creator. And uh, Kaz, we are going to play a, uh, a game called Draft Your Ultimate Content House. So this will be yourself, uh, an influencer, one YouTuber, one TikToker, and one celebrity. This could be a house where you make the most money, most endorsement deals, most popular, most brand safe. It's all up to you. We're not going to play it because we, we're not good at this game. 
And okay. We are going to let you have the floor here. I can already tell I'm not going to be great at this game, but I'm down to play it. <laughs> so let's start with the celebrity. We're going to go with Elon Musk. He's going to be a crucial part of this house. Love it. Uh, all right. For the YouTuber, we got to – this is hard. I'm stuck between either Ross Creations, which I don't know if you guys know him. He does, like, super funny pranks. Uh, Mr. Beast, just because he's Mr. Beast. Mr. Beast is the man. Yeah. So I think we're going with Mr. Beast. And for the TikToker, this is hard. For as much as as much of TikTok I do, I I, I don't even I don't even know. Let's see. I gotta think about this one. TikToker and influencer. Okay, influencer. I don't know, man. I guess everybody's kind of an influencer nowadays. Yeah, this is hard. All right, let's go with. Oh gosh, this is way harder. You guys have to shoot some TikTokers at me. I don't even. I can't even think right oh, now. Oh gosh. Oh <laughs> man, we're not the. We're not the people to ask. Uh, I'm going to go with a couple more YouTubers. We're going to go Danny Duncan, because who doesn't like Danny Duncan? And then, uh, I don't know if you guys know Jamie O'Brien, but he is super dope. You could call him an influencer, I guess. He's like more in like the surfing Hawaiian community, but he has a big audience. He does like crazy stuff. So Okay, I'm going to have to look those two guys. I don't know who Danny Duncan is. You don't know who Danny Duncan is? He's like no, am I just top like 10 YouTuber of all time. Really, Casey Neistat is super cool too. But I'm going for all the YouTubers. I guess that just shows that like I follow up with YouTubers a lot more. Yeah. Who who was the influencer again? The surfer? Uh, Jamie O'Brien. Jamie O'Brien. Okay, writing that one down. Okay, cool. So Jamie O'Brien is the influencer. Mr. Beast as the YouTuber. Danny Duncan as the TikToker, and Elon <laughs> Musk as a celebrity. I love it. Dude. Is that like most? Like, what are you guys doing in there? You making the most money or? most popular or what we're doing a mix of making the most money making the sickest content doing the craziest things and then like obviously with elon musk like craziest inventions we're just changing the world are you really interested in space well i'm really interested in like things that like people think aren't achievable so i guess yeah i wouldn't say space as like in particular i'm like oh i love space but like i like anything that people think that like oh you can do this it makes me want to go and try and do it. So I love it, man. Liam, you know he's got some stocks in Tesla. Okay. <laughs> all right. Uh, well, once again, uh, you're tuning in to Man to Man. We're on Dash Radio. We got social media creator Kaz Sawyer with us. Uh, Kaz, we are going to shoot the shit. This is a fun little segment that we have. Give your fans and those who are maybe new to you a chance to learn more about you and your personality. And these are just quick rapid fire questions. Whatever comes to your mind first, let us hear it. All right. All right. Here we go. Favorite food in the fridge? Oh, we're going to have to go with uh, sushi. Sushi is the best food. What's your favorite kind of sushi? Because I've been on the sushi train recently. Oh, okay. Well, I love poke bowls, but for like a sushi roll, spicy tuna roll, you can't go wrong with it. Mm-mm. Okay. Liam, you got a favorite sushi? It's, it's, it's a roja, but it's like a spicy tuna, but like Ugh. it's in like soy paper instead of like actual seaweed. I think it's the best thing in the entire world. <laughs> all right if you could pick which content house would you choose to live in i don't know if we touched we touched up on it before this whole interview but you said you want to be in a content house like with your own friends or you want to do your own thing yeah i would have to say there's no content house i want to join i would want to create my own honestly that's how i'd want to do it okay and that's the draft house but if you had to choose i guess it i don't know if, Is I, that, had to, if I had it, to choose um Sway House, Hype House, Phase House. You said you like YouTube. Right, Phase Rug? We'll go, we'll go to Phase House. Out, out of okay. those, we'll go to Phase House. Let's do okay. it. Okay. Okay. Most appropriate. Uh, Jake Paul or Ben Askren, you watching this weekend? 
Oh yeah, I just watched. I've been I've been following up with it. I think uh, Ben Askren's got it in the bag. Really? <laughs> My reasoning is because obviously, like he's way more of a wrestler, but you know he's been in this scene for so much longer. Right. And like, obviously, he's a lot more humble about it, and everyone thinks Jake's gonna win, but. I, I don't know. I know Ben's going to be able to, other than like that one fight, he got knocked out immediately. I, right. I know he's going to be able to take a beating and handle it well under pressure. And with Jake, I don't know. I mean, I could be wrong. Like I know he's been getting good at boxing, but I just think when they actually get in the ring and it comes down to it, I think Ben's got it. Does, does age, age doesn't play a part in that? In that well, pick? he also came out of surgery too, but I just watched him on the Logan Paul impulsive I yesterday. I feel like you'd watch that. Yeah. And he was like, he's such a nice guy, dude. Dude, like, I, don't, I, don't I know, know. It's so nice. After watching that, I'm like, geez, like this is like the most chill guy I've ever seen. I think he can last because we haven't seen Jake Paul fight is what everybody's saying. But Ben Askren, I, I think he can last. I don't know if he'll win, but I think he can last all nine rounds. Yeah. That's just where I'm coming. I've seen him strike and everything else, but he was talking about how everything that he does is pretty much looks awkward. We'll see. <laughs> That's why see. I have some hope for him because I saw that too. And I was like, the punches did not look like he like no. had it. But then again, I'm like, I guess if he's, if he's always looked awkward, even wrestling. Like maybe he's just gonna like come through with it. Okay, interesting. I'm excited. Liam, you touching that one at all? Oh, you know I will be. I You're don't throwing... know what I'm picking yet, but I'll be. Okay. Touching. Actually, we don't have this one, but it was it was the following question we asked it last week: Austin McBroom or Bryce Hall? There's this another fight YouTuber. TikToker, this whole thing with Stromedy and Bryce Hall. I've been keeping up with it. I have no idea what's going on, but I, that, that's so a fight, this, I think. Yeah, this one I've definitely not followed up with nearly as well as the past one. Um, that's hard. What do you guys think? I want to hear your input on this. Um, so I was, I, I don't think either of them can fight. Although Bryce Hall, Liam and I were talking about the other the other week and. He's just got a lot of anger issues. The guy said he's been in like 50 street fights. He's from Maryland. I watched the interview of him on No Jumper a couple of days ago, and he's just like, yeah, I'm just pretty much pissed at the whole world. Like, I'll, I'll knock him out. And But I don't know who Austin McBroom is. I know FaZe Ruggs is in the fight. Really? <laughs> you don't know who Austin McBroom is either? This is I have another no big idea, YouTube dude. Star. No idea. <laughs> he goes I know. And- I'm not on YouTube, dude. I, I can go ahead and leave the interview if you guys want me to. You guys can just talk. I have no idea. I think Bryce Hall's got him, though, maybe. And then there's the other pretty boy named Taylor or something. Uh, yeah, I always see them. They're always pressing people. I, I always see that all over uh, YouTube and TikTok. They're always just going up and pressing people. Are, are, so, do you do you live in L.A. or Orange County? Or is that so the same I'm thing? in Orange County. I'm like, I go to L.A. like a lot, pretty much like weekly. Um, and I've like gotten the opportunity to move down there. But I'm still just kind of like trying to decide because I think L.A. has its like benefits, but it also has its like distractions. Right. Um, so it's just like one of those things I'm kind of like on the fence with right now. I was going to say, you guys are probably just so used to seeing when we asked you if you've ever been recognized, you guys are probably just so used to just seeing other like famous celebrities and not even really know that they're famous for whatever. But interesting. Yeah, I bet they all go to those restaurants. Um, OK, would you take 50 million and never fall in love again or find the love of your life tomorrow and live happily ever after? I said I'd take the 50 million. Liam said he'd fall in love. I again, I, I would fall in love just because, just because <laughs> you can still make fifty million after falling in love. But if you take that fifty million and you never fall in love, it's just like that money is not. That's not gonna make you that happy. It ain't that's, doing it, dude. Well, I'm not. Yeah. You might make fifty million. I ain't making fifty million. I'll tell you that. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> All right. What what you got, Liam? What'd you say? I didn't say anything, but go ahead. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Most nervous moment in your life, or maybe a moment that you had a bunch of butterflies in your stomach. 
I can think of the most recent nervous moment, uh, but ended up being a super dope experience. Uh, so I was going to swim with sharks with like no cage and we like the boat. Yeah. The boat pulls up and we're like miles out at, at sea and you just see all these huge fins circling the boat. And I was freaking out. Like, I was pretty nervous. Uh, I didn't think I was going to be that nervous, but after seeing them, I was like, oh, shoot. Like, they were, like, way bigger than me. Yeah. And, yeah, I was, like, super, super scared. But after getting in the water, it ended up being so sick. Oh, my gosh, man. I couldn't do it, dude. They would smell me and eat me alive. <laughs> uh, you got a dream car, guys? Dream car. I feel like I have many dream cars. Okay. I feel like, yeah, that's hard. I mean, I love, I love McLarens. I love Ferraris. Uh, I would say, okay, a car that I actually want to get, though, like, sooner than later, I want to get a Tesla sooner than later. I'm just like, kind of intrigued with them right now. Which model, Tesla? I was looking at these last night. Which model do you want? So, I like the simplicity of the Model 3. Uh, mm-hmm. I really want the Cybertruck to come out. Like, I think that that could be really sick. So, I'd say, like, if, okay, if I could get any, and, like, I was getting one Tesla for free, I think I'd probably get, like, the new performance s that's coming out because that thing mm-hmm. looks or like the roadster uh but if it's like realistically i feel like i'd either get like the cyber truck when it comes out or like the maybe the model y i don't love the way it the, looks i like the model y dude really yeah i like, I like the, the sports car the, is that the is x no which one's the sports looking car though that's after the y so it's like the most expensive okay. one so there's like the model s is like that has like some pretty expensive options. The Model X though has like the ones that opens up like a wing. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah, that's why you like them, Liam, huh? Yeah. Okay, interesting. Or I'm surprised you didn't say Lambo. Um. Okay. No, what? I wouldn't mind one of those either. <laughs> we got two more for you, Kaz. Thanks for hanging out with us. LeBron or MJ? Michael Jordan. Got to go with Michael Jordan. All right, that's a safe answer right there. Okay. <laughs> Last question we got for you. Best NBA show out there, NBA The Jump, Inside the NBA, or our show, Man to Man? Obviously, your show, Man to Man. Come on, bag. guys. In the bag, baby. Hey, we're hanging out with Kaz Sawyer. Kaz, it's been a pleasure hanging out with you. Thanks for hanging out with us. For those wanting to keep up with you, where can they find you at on social media? So they can find me on TikTok at KazSawyer456 or Instagram at Kaz Sawyer. And yeah. Okay, cool. Before we let you go, what can we see in the near future from you? Any projects in the works? Oh yeah, we got we got some big projects in the works. Okay. Uh, got some videos involving uh, some boats, some trains, and some planes. So <laughs> okay, <laughs> okay, he's throwing it all on us. So, all right, so stay tuned. <laughs> all right, we'll be hanging out, man. We'll be we'll be uh, definitely seeing what you got going on next. Again, Cass, thanks for hanging out with us, and uh, we'll talk to you soon, man. Take care, brother. All right. Of course. Thanks for having me. Kaz Sawyer, super cool dude, TikToker, wants to travel the world, be a photographer, wants to do more than, you know, just be on TikTok and make videos, but obviously have that in his in his arsenal, and he kills it. 20 years old, living in Orange County, LA, from Orange County, LA, kind of gives us a plus in my eyes as far as making videos with the whole backdrop. We talked about that all in the interview. You guys, let us know what you think about Kaz Sawyer. Showed up on my For You page a couple of weeks ago. He just does a bunch of different tricks. He kind of goes... More, it goes more than like what the traditional TikToker video would look like. You know, he's coming up with different ideas and they're well thought out. And so I appreciate those kind of videos. So cool deal. Thanks for coming on, Kaz. Yeah, for sure. Cool deal, uh, dude. And uh, yeah, I mean, I guess he was kind of a different, different type of, you know, personality, I would say, than, than Kane. But 
you know, that's that's just how the the whole Mir world is. Um, yeah. But let's uh, let's go into game of the week. I think you're up first again this week. What do you got for your game of the week here? Hey, listen, life is too short for the under. My game of the week is the Clippers Blazers, 10 p.m. Eastern time on TNT Tuesday night. <laughs> this is Tuesday, right, Liam? Correct. Okay, game of the week, Clippers Blazers, 10 p.m. Eastern time on TNT Tuesday night. I hammered the over with the Pacers and the Clippers at like 233, and it barely hit. They, they didn't score for the last two minutes, and I was kind of sketched out about that. But hammer the over on this one, guys. Life is too short for the under. You asked me if I will ever bet on an under, and the answer every single time will be no. Hammer the over, Clippers, Blazers. There you go. I like the pick. Clippers, Blazers, both light it up for sure. All right. My game of the week here, Lakers at the Mavericks. We saw Luka go crazy this last week. Hit a couple, you know, crazy shots. One was a buzzer buzzer beater for a win. Um, So I'm going to take... Uh, the Lakers as Mavericks as my game of the week, 9.30 Eastern time on TNT as well. And I'm going to go Luka Magic, man. Luka Magic. We're going to make him get, a uh, you know, at least a double-double. If you're feeling antsy, go for the triple-double. But I think he'll have a a, a nice 20-10 triple-double here. Ride who's hot. You got to find who's hot. And Luka's my guy to to go hot on. What, what were, were, is it, was it a tie game on that Grizzlies game? Yeah, it was a tie game and like I don't know, one point six or some seconds, and you know, fade under. And he hit the. Okay, so his it didn't even matter if his foot was on the line. No, no, I think he. Yeah, I don't think it mattered. It might have mattered. I don't think it actually really mattered. Maybe it did. I don't fucking know. I don't. Remember. Okay, okay, okay. Two, Anyways, cool oh deal though, dude. Okay, well, Luca Magic, I got you, brother. <laughs> For sure. Uh Another big shout out to to Castor here for coming on, but I guess with that, man, this week's episode is going to come to a wrap. If you uh, enjoyed our episode, you know, please again give us a good review, five star rating, subscribe, and most importantly, Mister Twisington, what are we doing every week? Share with your mom and get your damn merch. Patreon yeah. need patrons here. Hit Patreon again. Yeah, Patreon is live again, guys. Um, so if you want to f- support us further, go subscribe to our Patreon. Leak will be in the description of however you're listening to this. Um, and then you can find us on our social media at man to man podcast uh, on all social media. Um, but yeah, I guess with that, I'm a namaste. You guys out of here. Namaste to you guys. Namaste. Namaste. Pace and nation. Sheesh.